Hello, and welcome to the Finance House podcast. My name is Polina, and I'm joined by my co-host, Luke. Hey, what's up, Polina? What's been happening this week? UK households face a £38 billion hit to their budgets from an unexpected doubling in electricity and gas bills following Russia's invasion of Ukraine, according to new analysis highlighting the intensifying cost of living crunch. The big increase in the cost of heating and lighting homes in 2022-2023 will be the equivalent of a 6p rise in the basic rate of income tax, said Aurora Energy Research, a consultancy. The majority of the UK's 28.5 million households are due to see their annual energy bills exceed £3,000 from October after the surge in wholesale electricity and gas prices, according to economists at Investec and Goldman Sachs. The anticipated hit to household budgets will hit pressure on Chancellor Rishi Sunak to impose a windfall tax on British energy producers that profit when they can sell gas and oil extracted from North Sea fields at much higher prices. Rising wholesale gas and electricity prices since Russia's invasion of Ukraine are baking in a higher cap for the coming winter, said Dan Monzani, UK Managing Director at Aurora Energy Research. Economists at Investec and Goldman Sachs have estimated that Ofgem will need to impose 50% plus increase in the cap from October, pushing average household energy bills over £3,000. Monzani estimated that for the households connected to the power grid, such an increase in the cap would push the likely cost of aggregate electricity and gas consumption to £74 billion in 2022-2023, some £38 billion more than in 2021 and 2022. Government officials played down the idea that Sunak would make an announcement on energy bills this month, given that the next change in the regulatory price cap will not be announced until August and not take effect until October. Officials said energy prices have been fluctuating wildly in recent weeks, making it impossible to predict where they will be by the summer. One confirmed the Treasury was looking at ways to provide more help for households, but said it's not a live discussion with any expectation of an imminent announcement. Sunak has rejected calls for a windfall tax on oil and gas producers because of concerns it could reduce investment in the North Sea. Ed Miliband, Shadow Energy Secretary, said the case for the one-off levy had been strengthened in recent days. Oil and gas companies were already set to make record profits, and now these will be even higher than originally thought, he added. Luke, what have you got for us this week? I love the cinema, and recently I've discovered that I may no longer be able to go to my local branch to watch new films. Cineworld PLC are looking to receive cash in order to fulfill the shortfall as a liquidity is challenged. Cineworld has released a statement saying that there is a material uncertainty about their ability to repay debt and continue as a going concern. The world's second largest cinema company said on Thursday that its board was considering several options with regard to additional sources of liquidity. In light of a slow return to 2019 levels of cinema admissions and uncertainty over whether it would be able to meet debt obligations due in June this year. To extend the liquidity pressure, the cinema chain is also facing a bill 
with more than $900 million in damages for pulling out of the $2.1 billion attempted takeover of the Canadian group Cineplex, which it abandoned in June 2020. Due to an appeal, they have not included this in their balance sheet, which makes the current dire situation the best case scenario. Although they have been raising liquidity, the level of debt obligations grew $500 million from 2020 to 2021, with demands not expected to fully return to 2019 levels until the end of 2023. This issue is only likely to worsen over time. You're listening to the Finance Owls podcast, and up next, we have winners and losers of the week. A few weeks ago, you may recall we spoke about potential comeback from Luckin Coffee. Well, I wouldn't say that they're back, but they're making progress, and today their share price is up 46%. Luckin Coffee engage in the retail services of freshly brewed coffee and non-coffee drinks in the People's Republic of China. According to the company, it has reached a restructuring support agreement, or RSA, with holders representing a majority of its $460 million convertible senior notes that are due in 2025. This majority holding represents 59% of the existing holdings. And the agreement will allow Luckin Coffee to restructure its debt in a way to address its capital structure, and the company says that this change could set them up for long-term success. So the chairman and CEO has said that they have a new leadership team and a viable plan to return Luckin Coffee to growth and value creation. The board of directors management team believe that this restructuring is in the best interest of the company, but also the entirety of their stakeholders, he said. They will continue to take action to strengthen the capital structure and deliver outstanding products and services for our customers. It was this restructuring plan, followed by the notes of the CEO, that had Luckin Coffee stock trading heavily, with over 9 million shares changing hands. And if you compare this to the stock's daily average trading volume of 5.8 million shares, it's clear to see why the price was so high. Our biggest loser of the week is Didi Global. It shares plunged 44% on Friday following reports that the Chinese ride-hailing leader was seeding its preparations for a listing on the Hong Kong Stock Exchange. Didi reportedly went ahead with its initial public offering in June despite calls from Chinese regulators to first strengthen its data management systems so as to better protect its users' personal information. That decision led the Chinese government to prevent Didi from signing up new users as it conducted a review of the company's cybersecurity practices. In December, the situation worsened to the point that Didi announced its intention to delist its shares from the New York Stock Exchange. It said at the time that it would pursue a listing on an international stock exchange so investors would have a trusted platform on which to trade its shares. Now, however, it appears that those plans may not come to fruition. Didi is suspending its plans to list on the Hong Kong Stock Exchange, according to a report by Bloomberg. The company reportedly failed to meet the demands of China's cybersecurity watchdogs. These events highlight the additional risks inherent in Chinese stocks. Regulators in the country wield enormous power and they have been stepping up their enforcement actions in recent months. Some of these actions were reportedly politically motivated, which only serves to heighten the risk. Investors should keep these factors in mind when considering an investment in Chinese businesses. 
That's the news. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week.